welcome to your most favorite show of all time ever, Under the Radar, part of the Athletic Fantasy Baseball Podcast family of shows. Uh, we're kind of like the creepy uncle. With me as always, on Zoom video right now, which you're not going to see, but it does change the dynamic a little bit, um, your friend and mine, Ian Khan. Hello, my friend. Hello, Godfather. What a handsome dude you are. Both uh, so of you guys. Feelings mutual. You know, one Look of us is on TV professionally as an actor. Well, and uh, uh, the other one played George Washington. Boom! No, just uh, and, my, and, and my friend and yours with a very beigeish gray background. Hey, it's it's the modern scheme that everybody wants for their uh, apartments and homes, right? It's the the Chip and Joanna Gaines gray and white or whatever. Oh. Right? All I need is some shiplap. Like if I had a little thing of shiplap up here, that'd be perfect. Don't know what that is, but get a bookshelf, man. It's off frame. I have a bookshelf next to my desk facing me so I can take books out of it, not to show off how much I read to the whole world. Yeah. <laughs> That's a diggity in, I believe. Okay. Oh, well, I mean, this, is, this, is, this, was, this was an unexpected delight. Let's put yeah. it that way. Instead like, of our right regular link, show, is like, yeah, here's Zoom. Yeah, yeah, actually, we're not going to do a clean feed. Here's your Zoom. I'm sorry. Wait, what? We're, gonna do, <laughs> we're, doing, we're doing what? You're like, hey, there you go. Well, here we are. Hey, and he's drinking. And he's got a beer. He's got a pale ale of some kind. There you go. I have. I'm yeah. sorry, you're right. I just got a water. I should go. I'll get the rhubarb when you guys start talking. Okay. I'll sneak, I'll sneak you out go out for the stink bug, and then he'll throw me another old-fashioned emails, and we can talk about Ken Giles, who is about to be a free agent, by the way. Yeah, we got to talk OOTP, but with uh, with actual baseball back, I figured I'm also stalling because I haven't. I haven't loaded OOTP. I'm like that guy like who's drunk on the corner, all ruffled with a jacket and like three days growth of beard because I just don't, I don't care anymore. <laughs> Arizona Diamondbacks have been bounced. Uh, uh, come on so, now. What? You had a great season. You had a yeah, great season. But I mean, you know. Great season. Didn't have to collapse. I know it hurts, but you know what was what was cool is it was fun along the way. You had fun. It was. It was we a all, lot of fun. All, th- all three of us had fun. All three of us. I mean, we, we ended up within a game a game and a half of each other. At the end of the season, that's pretty fun, you know? And then it came down to the final, like, two days. Last day, if I didn't lose to the Detroit Tigers 5-3 to three in the last game, I would have tied. And I would have saved my 12 bucks, of which I've only sent 10 still. It, it happens. We'll get that yes. extra $2 at some point. Yeah, for sure. For uh, sure. So, yeah, you know, we'll, I got inspired by uh, Danny Kugler on Twitter. Um kind of told us like you guys need to do an over under on how many people are going to drop out under the radar and it kind of got me you know writing a few over unders of the weird stuff that's kind of been newsy or has happened so far so i'd like to get in some over unders um we're going to get into the four guys who've dropped out so far as of tuesday june 30th at 10:47 p.m. uh nice ian just put devin travis in the rundown with a question mark right yeah cuz you dropped him oh i didn't no Don't i didn't you? wait am i dropping or did i drop him you dropped Devin. No, you're not dropping. You dropped Devin Travis. You you released Devin Travis. That that needs to be discussed. No, I definitely no? did not. No, he's what? on the 60 day DL. I didn't drop him. Why would I drop Devin Travis? He's awesome. He's a 25 25. That's probably why you dropped him. But I, in my insanity, spent. Uh, I couldn't figure out how to get to the free agents, upcoming free agents for the for the league. Right? Couldn't figure it out. And I'm up, and I'm like doing. Making deals with my players, having conversations. I'm got getting them on the phone, and um, and so I went through every team's transactions in October. Every team, I just went through. I was like, all right, who's playing the game? Who's sitting on it? And for the Arizona Diamondbacks, as you may check, Devin Travis has been dropped, released. I gotta have to look that up. Actually, so here's a funny thing. My Zoom's a little choppy right now because I'm downloading this massive OOTP file. So if I disappear for a second, it's because uh, <laughs> That's true. it's for the good of the show, which I guess it's it's on 20% downloaded and I can't stop it. Like I'm trying to force quit it right now and I'll just have you guys tell me what's no, going on. No, you can't on. stop it. Yeah, I, well, I did. Or is it, you want to ruin the show or do you want to ruin my OOTP download? I'm trying to force quit. It's not working, so I'm going to have a chance. No, no, no. You can't, you uh, can't anyway. stop the OOTP download once it's gone. The only way you can stop it is by force quitting, and then it just screws everything up. So you can't. you got to let it play out. DVR has got to carry us for a minute. DVR. I didn't win my playoff game, but I'm still excited that I got there because most people didn't think the Padres were going to the playoffs. So I feel like that's still a small victory. Yeah, I, let's talk a little bit more about Trevor Bauer and that trade. Cal Quantrill, eh? 
Cal Quantrill got you uh, Trevor Bauer from your your podcast partner and and Javi yes. Guerra and Owen Miller. Oh, oh Javi Guerra, yeah. Mm. All right. <laughs> Owen Miller. I mean, look, Cal Quantrill could turn into something, but how did Trevor Bauer do for you in that last month? Two months. How did he do? He's good Trevor Bauer, but not elite two years ago Trevor Bauer. It was an upgrade I needed. Yeah. I'd lost a bunch of starters to injuries. So right. he that's was a true. rental, too. So, I mean, I, I think that's part of it. Uh, Will you keep him, or is he is he a distraction in the club? He wants to stay in San Diego. He sent me the nice email. So I think there's a good chance oh, that he gets right, uh, at right. least a contract offer to stick around. Well, you know what? I'm curious. In the sim, do you think he will take a one-year deal? He talks all the time in real life about going year-to-year year forever. So if I offer him, you know, just I don't know, twenty two million for one year or something, would he actually take it? No, he might take like twenty eight million. Hmm. He might take twenty eight million. But the thing I'm finding with OTP is offer him a two year deal for like twenty eight the first year, and then like thirty two the second year with like a two million dollar team option. Close that out. I'm still trying to force quit this stupid thing. You can't do it, Nando. You can't. It's How do like, you force quit on a like Mac? You join the mafia. You can't get out now. You've done the deed. You're in. It's somehow reverted to <laughs> You go to the lower. Apple, it goes force quit. This is like me trying to find the, how much is it? 8%? It went backwards. <laughs> yeah, it went backwards. Um, I force quit. Yeah, We're so better. We're good now. I would not know. Mm-mm. I've got an option. I've got, an, I've got an offer out right now, which I'm terribly, terribly excited about. I mean, I'm kind of silly excited about, which is I've got Lucas Giolito waiting on. He's telling me like in the next couple of days, I thought it was going to come through in this week's sim. It did not. So I'm hopeful it'll come out next week, Sim. I did sign Nomar Mazar to a three-year deal for $9 million this coming year and then six and six. Um, so I, I front-loaded the first year. I did sign Addison Reed, who was a revelation when I picked him up off the wire and I gave him a nice $3.8 million contract for next year with two team options. But the, the, the creme de la creme, the, the thing that's making me happy is I got Lucas Giolito on a five-year deal with an average price of, I think, $14 million. And I think it's I think he's going to take it because he said, I got to go talk to my family. And every time somebody needs to go talk to their family, in my experience, they take the deal. And so that's kind of that's kind of what I'm counting on. I think I'm going to get him. I'm going to pay him 17 million this year, and then 11, 11, 11, and then 21. Boom. You're really into this, man. Like I like I'm afraid that 2021 is going to bring some bad. Like I didn't plan for 2021. I thought this was kind of like a thing we're going to do until the it's which by the way perfectly lined up with when the season's going to start. Uh, so you know I don't mind trading mm-hmm. away a guy I just drafted, for instance. Or like Christian Robinson to you because I know you love him. I do. I like uh, him. I wouldn't have done that if I knew we were playing 2020. You want him back? Do you want Christian Robinson? No, I'm a Yolbert, man. How can I let Yolbert go now? Yes, but I'm gonna give you I'm gonna give you your mean. Your mean you're gonna get your mean on a nice deal, and you're gonna get uh, uh this is Demarcus Evans. I give you Demarcus Evans. Oh uh, yeah, who you don't have. Sign, but, no, okay. but no, I'm gonna give you the, the card. That's a freaking <laughs> no, the card. Th- thanks. Almost the same thing. Yeah, almost the same thing. I do I do enjoy the OOTP. Um, super fun. Really, really. You can dream on yeah. it. You can dream on it, you know? You set your yeah, depth chart. Right. It's I dig it. Uh, and by the way, uh, a couple things. We got we got an OTP question uh, in the mailbag. Thank you for everyone who's dropping stuff in the mailbag. It's actually been pretty awesome. Uh, fantasy pods at theathletic.com. Keep them coming, especially now with actual questions you might have for Dynasty or Keeper Leagues or anything like that. We'll be glad to answer them. Um I want to shout out uh, one of the guys who won, Dr. Thomas Scott, uh, who uh, was a listener to the show, who's actually a doctor up here in Syracuse. We had to take the baby to the emergency room what? with a crazy fever a couple days ago. Yeah, and the ER doctor oh. is like, you know, one of my best friends in um, in college or medical school, uh, Dr. Thomas Scott, uh, he knows you. <laughs> like, oh yeah, he goes. You got to go see him. How's the so, baby? Actually, baby's great. Yeah, she had a, a 105.4 fever, and we were just like, oh god. And so I had to hold her while they did the COVID test up her nose, yeah. uh, which was not a pleasant experience uh, for a father ever. No. Nope. Uh, but she negative COVID. Yeah, you know, we're up here where there only been like 2,300 cases anyway. So yeah. knock on wood, fever went down. Everything's good now. Nice. Good. Sorry. So anyway, but shout out Dr. Thomas Scott for offering to take care of her if we needed it. And also shout out to uh, Fantasy Baseball Pods for setting up our side bets sheet. But I just showed up the Google Drive request thing one day in my inbox. I'm like, what's this? What? what? I didn't tell Ian you. an engineer to set up for us. I made a call. Yeah. No, I'm kidding. I didn't make a call. Um, uh, no, I reached uh, – his name is Chris. Fantasy Pods is Chris. And yeah. I, I forget how it happened. 
Oh, no, I think he wrote to me. He was like, really great show. I'm really enjoying it. And I said, hey, you know, what do you think of the bets? He's like, cool. I was like, you want to, we need somebody to keep track. And it's pretty great. But then I think Steve G did it too, didn't he? Yeah, Steve, well, Steve Jazul. Okay. There are two Steve G's. We got Steve G and there's Steve Jazul. Uh, both wonderful people. Um, Steve, shout out Steve Jazul. Wait, wait, back to the doctor real quick. Just real quick. What's the doctor's name? Dr. Thomas Scott. Is Thomas, Dr. Thomas Scott a pediatrician? Uh, yeah. I hope so, unless he's been masquerading as one all this time, and there's a... I got to get a little email going with Dr. Tom Scott, because everyone's... There's nothing... It's like you want a good... You need a lawyer that you can call. I just got a question, dude. Can I just ask you this question? You need, like, you know, a, a, a Spanish tutor, and but having a pediatrician... Ah, there you go. Having a pediatrician on call, like, dude, there's this, like, little round thing on the kid. Can, can I take a picture of it? Absolutely. When we FaceTime, great, even better. So I have like a, my, my grandfather, this is a sidebar conversation. My grandfather lived to 104, lived like a life till 102. Like the dude was like going to the gym seven days a week till he was 102. His second wife, my grandmother, rest in peace, died many years. He then married Leona, who he was married to for like 25 years. And like our families kind of merged. And Leona's youngest son is a pediatrician and I've reached out to him and I really like him. He's a great guy, but I kind of feel like the only time I call him is that. So I could use it. I need another one on call. But so. you'll also only be calling him when you need some advice too. Yeah, but that's slightly different. And you really just said you need a doctor on call, which is kind of funny. Like you do. You tend yeah. To <laughs> yeah. That's, that's a good business, Nando. We <laughs> should get it. We should consider, we should consider that business, man. We're always, you and I are always looking for it well yeah shout out an apology to dr thomas scott i guess uh it's a side hustle side hustle uh dvr anything you need in particular that we can uh find one of my twitter followers for yeah i'd love a house <laughs> uh an affordable house uh three plus bedrooms a quarter acre lot fenced in yard uh preferably uh, new mechanicals new roof you know the thing that everybody wants that the, the American dream. This up on fan, uh, fantasy pods. Yes, at theathletic.com. I'm asking for an occasional take a picture. <laughs> DVR with like a house. Get me a house. Yeah. I need a house. I need a house. Three uh, at bedroom. baseball pods. By the way, that's I, was, I. I don't know why I stick fantasy in there. It's at baseball pods. Chris, if you want to check yeah. him out on Twitter? Yeah, and he's got a nice. He sent me his dynasty list uh, a couple of weeks ago. I guess we should probably promote like what his site is because he had a really nice top 500. I liked it. It was it was interesting. I liked it. Looks like baseball-pods.com is his site. Baseball-pods. Also in a small world, our brothers know each other. So let's keep it going, right? Your Chris, your brother and Chris is his brother? Yeah. How about that? Are you serious? They work together. Anyway, let's go. Let's go to the show. Enough of that weirdness. Um, we'll get to that later. More weirdness. Uh, let's play this game with over-unders. Right. If you guys are game. I'm game. Um, it's just simple stuff, but I think, I mean, the, the over-unders are relatively simple, but I think there's some depth to them. So, DVR, uh, you know, we're about 15 minutes in. As is tradition, you haven't spoken much, so I'm going to go to you first. Uh, <laughs> over-under on the top 400 who drop out, I got it at 20%. Top 400 who drop out of this year in the, in the well, I guess you, you do top 400, so you know that number, but about, you know, 20% over-under on that. Yeah, and to clarify, we're not monsters actually putting this on the whiteboard we're just thinking about how prevalent the decision to not play is going to be yeah this is not um, part of the steve jasul board or the are you sure this, yeah, this is yeah. just this is actually to introduce it's, a topic it's definitely not like we can okay. say all right how many people yeah, are going to drop out do you think but this is just a easier way to introduce it yeah this, this, this is a good way to think about it i, I would say it's under 20 percent. i mean that's 20 percent of 400 is 80 i think fewer than 80 total players are going to choose not to play I think if we got to a point where even 10% of the top 400 were choosing not to play, something's gone terribly wrong. Either the health and safety protocols have failed um, or something has broken down well beyond anything we're expecting right now. Um, so that'd be a pretty ugly situation. So I'm, I'm staying under 20%. And there's no judgment here at all for anybody who doesn't want to play, regardless of the reason. I know players have shared reasons, Ian Desmond's reasons for not playing this year were outstanding, but there's there's no bad reason to say, you know what, it isn't for me this year. I'm stepping away. Maybe in 2021, I totally understand it. Let me ask a quick question, uh, just clarification, I guess, because today there are some stories about the HIPAA laws and how MLB's not going to announce which players have COVID. It's up to the players to announce that, so that COVID IL spot is going to be super vague. I think Brian Cashman talked about it a little bit. It's going to be super vague. Um, you know, it's not going to say like, hey, this is the this is the IL spot for COVID people. 
this is just the IL spot. Uh, so some people who, uh, like it happened in NBA, I think uh, DeAndre Jordan is one of the, isn't going to play in the NBA thing, which is still like a month away uh, because he tested positive for COVID-19. So some people dropping out might actually be COVID positive, but they might just be saying they're dropping out. So I just let's include that number in there too. How about that? People dropping out, people who might be COVID positive, not saying they're COVID positive. Um, Ian, hmm. over under 20%. Well, that changes things. Um, well, sorry, I, didn't, I wasn't thinking about it until DVR was. No, no, it's fair. I'm just before I was a I was a strong under for that. Like I was like I don't know, like six percent really of people. Like I think the four that we've seen out of four hundred, that's one percent, and not even any of those. I mean, ha, are any of those in the top four hundred? I mean, I guess you could make an argument for Desmond at the tail back end of that. Well, well Zimmerman. Uh, I mean, once you got the once you get the DH in the NL, I think Zimmerman might have. Maybe, maybe, maybe right. You may, you may be right, but. It's a, um, but you know, I think DVR is also right that there's going to be a sense of, I mean, it, it, that, you know, are, are we going to get to 40 games out of 60, which has become the benchmark in all of the leagues that I'm in now. It's like, if we get to 40 games, it's, it's like a regulation game. It's like a regulation season and we're going to treat it as such. And if we, and if no team makes it to 40 and you only make it to 39, no season, it's a rain, rain out. It's a rain out of a season. Um, I think that's more likely, really, than more guys dropping out. Right. Uh, yeah, I, I think it's very – look, I mean, it's like, you know, let's not talk about what's going on here, right? Let's let's not discuss it. But it's a really challenging time in our world, in our country, and we have to hope that they can – that guys can stay healthy and the guys who do get sick don't get sick, that it affects their lives because that would really stink, you know? Like a guy who has to go away and not play for two weeks because he's sick and they got to quarantine him and blah, blah, blah. That's not terrible, but uh, the flip side of it is is really uh, bad. It's dangerous. It's it's scary. It's a scary time. It is. Uh, so not yeah. uh, all right. Now you make yeah. you feel like we're making light of it uh, just for this fantasy game. But I think it's you know that's what you come here for. No, you know, no, analysis. I don't think we're making light of it. No, I don't, I don't, no, no, it's not. For, you know, no, please, enough. I chast, dude. No. <laughs> Not not remotely. I I miscommunicated. That's not. I, no, I'm joking. I I'm, joking you know, I'm joking. Look, I do. I do have my chastising moments, but that's not one. <laughs> all right. So then, uh, on that note, top 100. I, I want to 5.5 percent of the top 100 over under. Uh, DVR. What do you think? I, I think if you're including players who, as they're reported to camp, do have a positive test and then say, you know what, I'm I'm better off going home and not being around my teammates and isolating and being treated. I think. That's a realistic number. I, We're looking at six out of the top 100. Yeah, I mean, I guess I, I think the, the main message for me is I, I expect players to have to drop out and I expect players to miss time. And I, I think it's I understand why they would have to follow HIPAA and why they wouldn't want to necessarily tell us right away what's going on. And some players are going to be comfortable talking about it and some aren't like and that's OK. And. You know, it's just it's part of what we are going to have. If, if we're going to get the chance to enjoy baseball this year, it's going to be different. We've been saying that all along, and uh, I'm just willing to accept that. And you know, the ramifications for our fantasy leagues, you know, they're trivial, but they're the thing that we talk about. So, you know, I, the thing I'm excited about for this baseball season is what we're doing right now, and it's getting together for drafts, and it's just talking about the waiver wire, and just doing the things that feel normal, and. I hope people realize that doesn't make the conditions under which this season are being played any less significant. Like that's not forgotten at all. This is just for me it's like a coping mechanism for what has been the most turbulent year that I've been alive. This this year is unlike any that I've been on this planet for and I just want something that feels normal. I'm just hoping that it's done in a safe and responsible sort of way. I think there might be some players who get to camp who are healthy, but who look around and, and see the way things are being handled. Maybe this guy's wiping his say, nose, you know right? Like, and, you know, shaking my well, hands. Well, yeah, just, or, or they just, they go in, they're like, you know what? I can tell the people around me are not taking it seriously, or there aren't enough safety protocols in place. You know, what was described to us isn't what we actually get. It wouldn't surprise me at all if a few more players just chose, even as healthy players, to stop playing at some point this season. It's it's just part of what's going to happen. I'm pretty I'm almost positive I have these numbers right, but I'm not going to look them up. Uh, some of them, Mike Leake had like an 80, signed an $80 million five-year contract or something, yeah. uh, and he was set to earn $5.5 million this year. And, I mean, like, not that, that that wasn't part of his justification. That was a line in, like, the AP story about it. 
But I mean, when you look at it like that, like, all right, I've made, you know, well, all right, you got to do the math because it was prorated this year in the five point. But against that 80 million, you know, 5.5 is like, ah, not worth it, man. That's a huge number. But to someone, you know, who you're talking about their livelihood and maybe trying to get another contract next year and not getting sick or whatever, whatever, that's, you know, like that's, screw it, you know? Big props to anybody. Big, huge props to anybody deciding not to play. Huge fan of that choice. Huge fan of Ian Desmond's choice. Um, you know, and huge props to anybody who does want to play. I'll tell you one thing. Like, for me, in my world, I cannot leave my house. Because if I leave my house, I get into fights. Because I, I tell people, like, I was at an ice cream shop this weekend. Because we went out to the island to my mom, where, where I grew up. And my mom's got a little place that's, like, right beach adjacent. And we went to the beach. And there's this place I grew up called Marvell. Kind of like Carvel. It's like McDowell's for Coming to America, the movie, right? McDowell's McDonald's. Carvel Marvell. Love Marvell. <laughs> Caramelly the dolphin cake. <laughs> kind of yeah yeah exactly <laughs> right so so i'm going to marvell and like everyone's six feet away and there's this guy who is standing there eating an ice cream cone with his kid not a mask in sight and i'm standing within three feet of them because i'm that's my space and i loudly said not a great place for me to stand not a great place and then the line moved up and i was sort of out of it but i didn't you know i said to my wife i was like just keep me in the house because i'm gonna have bad there's gonna be some bad business. Are you upset that he he hadn't gone farther away to eat his ice cream cone? Yeah, you uh, take your. He was standing in the shade. Well, I'm in the shade, dude. I'm in the shade. It's hot. It's like, I no no no. Not to get political, <laughs> and it shouldn't be political. But that's that's the issue. Is that so? If anybody is like, I, I just am being. We're being so silly, mindful. Like we're just. In, I'm like a. I'm a very intense dude about it. And the reason is this. You only live in a pandemic once in your life. And it only happens once every 100 years or so. So while it's going on, I don't know about you guys, but I spent time in my life thinking about 1918. A lot of time. You should read so the book. Like, Have you gotten the book? No, no, I never read the book. The Great Influenza. But I'll tell you, I used to think about it. I was like, all these people died. And like, how did people not die? Like, who was saved from it? And why were they saved? And did they stay away from people? Blah, blah, blah. So, like, when this all, like, started to ember up, to use some interesting words that are being thrown around, when it started to ember up, I was like, I said to my wife, I was like, we're buying so much food that we can live in this house for a year. She's like, we don't need any more pasta. I'm like, oh, yeah, we do. Yeah. And today, even, she's like, there's just too much cereal in this house. I was like, cereal doesn't go bad. It does, though. Yeah, but it's still, <laughs> still like you can, you can chomp it. You can chomp. You can still yeah. take it down. It's not going to be no, as good. No, but, but who gives it? You know, right. at that at that point, you know, she's like, "Do we really need two twenty five pound bags of rice?" I was like, "Do you know how long pandemics take?" Oh, by the way, a uh, side note, and not to take you off, but Jake Seeley did his top sixty cereal rankings, and some guy in the comments wrote that you can fry Cheerios with some butter in a pan, and now all I want to do is try that. That's a good play. I, yeah. Why don't you and for pan fry? I, I like that. I, so like you, can, you, can, you just put them in a pan with butter. I guess it's not frying. It, Cheerios in a frying pan. Well, saute. Uh, he's like it tastes like popcorn. Yeah, of course. I get that. I could try that. I got, and then if you want, could you just eat popcorn? You could, what? but but it's a pandemic, and you got you the Cheerios. I like, I like this idea. And then you know what you do is you make up the Cheerios, right? And then you make up another bowl with the honey nut Cheerios, and then you combine them, and you get a little sweet and salty. Come on. Come on. All right. I'm on that note, that? let's move on to the next over-under. All right, go ahead. This one I find very interesting. Uh, the you. Mets have signed basically everybody, which uh. makes me think they've got some inkling that a lot of people might drop out, because why Why are you signing Gordon Beckham, Melky Cabrera, whatever? Anyway, question here is, over-under number of games Tim Tebow plays for the Mets. I got it at 10.5. Appearance counts as a game. So I guess we could say Tim Tebow appearances in games. 10.5, you know, pinch hit here or there, maybe starts a game. 10.5, Tim Tebow, Ian Kahn, because I think he'll get angry about this one. Hard under, will not appear. One thing I've learned from OOTP is this. It's all about who gets to hit, right? How the, every at-bat in a baseball season is actually incredibly precious. Your starting nine is so very valuable. Every time somebody gets to hit, the Mets, the, Brody Van Van Wagener, I, I don't know. So Wagen, Wagen. Him, him, him. That dude needs to win this year. Because that dude traded Jared Kalenic to win for all of his old clients. We used to talk about that a lot, right? He's going to need to show up. And there's no room for Tim Tebow. If Tim Tebow was playing on the New York Mets, 
Brody is out as GM. That's so? what I'll say. Yeah. He can't play, man. What is he going to hit? DVR, what are, I mean, what yeah, are... DVR, 10.5 over under. Under. I mean, I, I unless the Mets are a train wreck in the first 30 games and somehow they're letting fans in <laughs> later in the season and they think fans are going to weather a pandemic to come watch Tim Tebow try to hit Major League pitching, like... No, they 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 can't. They just can't do it. I and I, and I I say this as someone who's been very critical because of the spot that Tim Tebow takes away from someone who's been dedicating their entire life to playing baseball. It's still actually somewhat impressive that he could take a long break from the sport and even do what he's done. Uh, but he has no business being in the big leagues this year. A sixty-game season. The Mets, the Mets are good enough to win that division. They were good enough to win it in one sixty-two. I think they were, you know, behind the Nationals and, and behind the Braves, but certainly within striking distance. And uh, not anymore, they, though. DVR. They definitely have a. They, a I mean, they, they, they're not within. They got a path. They don't have the pitching. We, we were Nando and I were putting money down on the Mets over eighty six point five, right? Yeah, that was before, and we didn't do it thankfully um, because that that bet would well, be null uh, and void. I did it. I did it when I was in Vegas. Uh, yeah, but that bet is null and void. You're not getting over 86 wins. Right, what happens then? Do I have to go back yeah. and get a refund? Is that yeah, how... get a refund. It has to be something. But for like a year, probably at least, they'll give you a refund. Bucks. You probably mail it in for a refund. i got to find those little pieces of paper. I, don't, I have no idea where they are. That's how they get you. Losing Syndergaard? They, I don't I don't see it. I just don't. I mean, Cano is a major part of your lineup. I, I just don't. I don't see it. Tim Tebow hit 273 in the minors two years ago. What? Two years ago, okay. What was he in low A? High A? I think it was double A. I think it was Binghamton for the Binghamton Rumble Ponies. Are you serious? 273? What was his OPS? I don't know. I'm already on the roster resource, so I can take a look at this projected rotation. <laughs> oh, dude, wait a second. Now, wait a second. You're telling me the rotation of DeGrom, Stroman, Mats, and Waka can't mow some people down? I don't think well, uh, Rick Porcello in there? Porcello has a five? That's not Yeah, but not wait a minute. Stroman, did Stroman resign? Did I miss a meeting? Or is he on the last year of his contract? Oh, he's on the last year of his contract. I'm wrong. Okay, wait. DeGrom, Stroman, Mats, I guess. Waka, I mean, no for me. Just no. Like, not, not, no. Um, and All then right. that shoulder, the shoulder going ended it for me. You know, like, he, he, he just has never recovered velocity to the same level that he had before. And then, I mean, Porcello, actually, it's an off year for it's It's an even year, so he has a chance to be good. I'm actually always a little high on Rick Porcello when everyone's really low. Oh, you know who else they got? Le- Steven Gonzalez is in their minor league system. He's 26 now. I loved him like two, three years ago. There's an under-the-radar guy for you. Look at Steven Gonzalez, uh, his minor league track record before he got hurt from Minnesota. He was good. I had him on a bunch of uh, teams. How did they get him? How did the Mets get Gonzalez? I think, the, I think Minnesota released him when he got hurt. Oh, all right. Yeah, waivers. Minnesota waivers, November 19. Yeah, he's probably a guy that just because of Matt's injury history and Waka's injury history as the sixth starter, he's going to get a couple opportunities and and maybe a prolonged opportunity. So he is pretty interesting. Their bullpen's good. At least it yeah. can be really good. Edwin Diaz, Dylan Batance, yeah. Seth Lugo. Familia's back. And Jerry's Familia. Familia's. Familia, Brock, Gazelman. I mean, there's pretty good depth there. So I think what they lack in the back of their rotation, they can kind of make up for going five or six. We like the Mets bullpen. now? Are we on the Mets? Tim Tebow, I'm, DH. No, if Tim Tebow is playing, the season is over. If Tim Tebow is playing, there is no season. Yeah, he's not gonna. He won't play. I mean, so you have the next one is another Met. You got you got all Mets. Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, segue, Johnny. All right, let's go. Over under go. games. Yohannes Cespedes plays in 2020. 21. Twenty one point five. Here's kind of why I think they they they. I like Cespedes this year. I really do. I like Cespedes in a. In a mixed league, in a fifteen-team mix, I would I would throw him into my utility slot or my second utility slot, something like that, because um, he, he's a he's a bona fide DH to me. That's why that contract never made any sense to give him a hundred million dollars over four years, because you knew he was going to slide into some injury problems. And if he's just the DH, he can go have a couple of cigarettes, come back, and hit the baseball. So you like him? I mean, he's healthy. I I like him for what the price is going to be. I mean, you're going to be able to get Cespedes if you're if we're drafting like we're we're doing the GDD, which I'm yeah, kind of excited oh, about. Yeah, exciting times, right? Yeah, DVR, you're good about the the daily structure. Oh yeah, I'm going to destroy everybody. Maybe we should. All right, now let's, you can't. I don't think you can, like just loft that up and let it sit there. We can take. Let's take a quick timeout from the Yoanis Cespedes over under. 
And uh, get, we got, you know, a lot. I think a lot of leagues are actually facing this. What do you do? How do you set up your rules? What happens if we already drafted? Et cetera, et cetera. So let's jump into the GDD just for, just for a quick second. And then maybe we can, we can hit up a couple of the emails then jump back in the over-unders. But uh, the GDD is the Gotham Diamond District League, which is won every year by either Ian Conn or Alex Cushing. Uh, a couple of years ago, we moved away from the daily transaction numbers. Uh, I'm sorry, because daily of Nando. transactions. Because um, of Nando. It wasn't because of me. That was, it was because of you. It was an 8-7 to seven vote. It was an 8-7 to seven vote. So don't like... Yeah. Yeah. Nando, Nando was like, if we're doing daily, I'm not playing. And Steve, and Steve was like, we got to keep Nando. Why? Well, yeah, I guess we kind of... Yeah, because we like you. Yeah, but I mean, I told him I would still come in commissioner and come in drinking stuff. So, you yeah, know, it's no, not like you're... It still would have been fun. It's not like I'm entertaining in July. You know what I you mean? You are. Like, they're having fun. Nah, you're, you're entertaining at the draft. I don't do anything on the message board. Yeah, so I would have been there. Anyway, right. whoever the eight people were, uh, because I wasn't the only one, I don't think, who would have dropped that. No, anyway, the you're point probably is, right. It's a great, it's a great league. It's a lot of good people, a lot of really smart people. DVR was joining this year. It's a live in-person auction that happens two nights before Tout Wars. Basically, the, the weekend of t- it's like a kickoff Tout Wars weekend. Mm-hmm. A lot of Touts are in it. Uh, Ronus is in it. Tim Heaney's in it. Wolfan and uh, and Colton are in it. Um, so anyway, uh, obviously didn't happen uh, on pause until just now. By the way, another side note: props to CBS. All CBS leagues are free right now. CBS yeah. opened up, yeah. No, if That's you nice. ever wanted to check out CBS, now's the time to do it because all their leagues are free and their commissioner tools are out of this world. I do um, like CBS, I have to say. It's nice, right? Like, it's cozy. Uh. It, it, that's a good word for it. It is. I, you know, Fantrax is, has got bells and whistles, um, but CBS, I, I don't know. It's just my very first Dynasty League that I was ever on was CBS. So it always kind of... And, and, you know, back in the day, I used to listen every day to the CBS uh, podcast because I was listening to this dude, Nando DeFino, along with Scott <laughs> yeah. White and Al Melchior. And I used to listen to, to to Nando DeFino to really learn, like, all right, this is how you play fantasy baseball. Yeah, Let's that's, do it. So, you know, yeah. I was a CBS, and then Nando left. And I was like, eh, I'm kind of done with the show. Sorry. Yeah, that was it. Uh, well, you know, it's it's got true. Frank Stample's on there now. So it's hey, Frankie. Yeah. Not better. Frank Stample, who's in the league? Rest, Frank, who yes. gets so mad at his partner, Greg, every year. Every year. Every year at that draft. <laughs> Frankie, who's like the chillest dude, just looks at Greg just like, why did you do that? Why did you go that extra dollar? <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, I'm like, Frankie, it's really not that big of a deal. He's like, no, it is. I needed that dollar. You know, he always gets that. Greg's like, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Please, I'm sorry. Yeah, you, Frank's funny. like this guy, you know, like Queens guy, shaved side of the heads with the long part, kind of like parted over and slicked back, goatee slash beard. And you so you're like, all right, you know this guy, and then you talk to him like, oh my god, this guy like oozing brains. And, yeah, he's uh, really good. And stuff. He's a really good player. He's also a really good writer. I mean, the guy's what is he? 27 years old, and he's the host of the CBS Daily Fantasy. Sp- I mean, and you're the one. You're the guy who put him there. No, you put, he put, put himself there. You know? Frankie, you put Frankie there because no, you put Frankie. He put, himself, he put himself there, man. Okay, but he you put him. Heard okay, it. God. Anyway, the point is, GDD is going to redraft. Uh, and a couple well, of no, because changes. we didn't draft. Well, right, we didn't I'm sorry. G- we've, we're set up now to do our auction. We're going to keep did. it as an auction. Uh, it's not a keeper dynasty or anything like that. It's just a single season. Uh, I believe the entry fee is going to go down. We're going back to the daily transactions, which I'm all for. I'm sorry, daily lineup transactions mm-hmm. and two fab periods during the week to account for any crazy stuff that might happen. Um, I think those, you know, like we're dropping like the innings requirements and all that stuff for minimums and maximums, but. I, like I, this is a scenario where I'm all in on being able to change your lineup daily. DVR, I love it. You, I mean, you seem like a daily lineup kind of guy with your enthusiasm for how you're going to take down this league. But uh, seriously, yeah. Are you? Are any? What are your other leagues doing? Are you? Are you following this kind of protocol, like the big rule sweeping rules changes? I haven't switched any leagues to daily yet, but I'm actually because of the number of leagues I play in, I like twice weekly lineup changes more than mm-hmm. daily. Just so I'm not spending 90 minutes or two hours a day going through and tweaking things and checking the day lineups, checking the night lineups. It would just become exhausting. I think in a shorter season, in these conditions, it absolutely makes sense. So I'm all for it. I mean, I think Steve made the right changes for this league. And um, I mean, I'm, I'm just excited because I don't have a home league. I don't have a dozen people here in Wisconsin who I play against. Like, So you guys are among my closest friends who don't live nearby, and to be in a league with you, thanks to Cause, is awesome. Uh, just the fact that it's loaded with good people who are good players gets me excited. Diva, just do what I do, and don't worry about where you finish. Just get drunk at the draft and have a good time, man. I kiss goodbye <laughs> to my $100. As a, thank you. It, it, enjoy flying away. 
GDD Daily, especially in a 60-game season, is awesome. And the reason it's awesome is because every day matters. Right. And it makes you stay awake and aware to the, to the league. You can't just let it fly. Like, every day you're making a choice. And Which is why I kind of like it. And I don't like Cushing, like, platoons guys and stuff like that. Yeah. It just goes deeper than I need to for this. But I, I'm excited for 66 days of just a sprint. DVR, take us to Ryan in Toronto, man. Let's get to some emails. Here's the email from Ryan. Good evening, gentlemen. Swishes ice in the glass. I don't have ice in my water. I can't. Yeah, there you go. There you go, brothers. Loving the OOTP talk so much, I decided to subscribe this week. Unfortunately, I was not one of the free OOTP code winners, but I wanted to support and find out what all the fuss was about. So far, I have the Blue Jays above 500 without the services of Nate Pearson. I will not admit to service time manipulation in writing. (laughs) Nice. I wonder, is there a listener OOTP league in the future? Hmm. If there is, as a Canadian, I call dibs on the Blue Jays. Uh, We have not thought about that yet, but if we do, I will keep this in mind. Uh, Question for you today is, I run a fixed schedule keeper league where we reset every six years. Hmm. So this year was supposed to be year three, but we put things on hold for a one-year redraft. The last season, year six, has a double prize pool. Nice. Which of these pitching prospects nice. should I be targeting over the 21 to 23 seasons? And this league is a quality start league. So there are five pitchers that he wants us to rank here. Nate Pearson, Matt Manning, Luis Patino, Mitch Keller, and Brendan McKay. I kind of like Manning. I, I like flipping the first two. I'm not the dynasty guy. Ian is. But I would say, and DVR obviously knows way more than I do about this, but I like Manning first. I like Pearson second. I like Patino third. I like those three kind of smushed together. And then Keller and McKay for me bring up the rear. I like I like that list quite a bit. Um, I like Manning first. I like Patino second. I like Pearson third. I like McKay fourth. And I like Keller fifth. I think I'm pretty close to that order. I think I'm Patino over Manning at one and two. But then I'm Pearson, McKay, Keller and I think the difference between McKay and Keller is pretty small. These, mm-hmm. these are all guys that I, I generally like. I think Brendan McKay could still get a lot better. I mean, as a, a two-way player through college and early part of his professional career, there's still a chance the secondary pitches take a step up. Uh, the numbers in the minors were dominant. Like He finally ran into some trouble with the Rays last year, and I feel like people are, are discounting him a little bit more than they should because of the uncertainty about his role. But if you start looking ahead to the next three seasons, man, Patino. There are some people out there that like Patino more than Mackenzie Gore, which is, hmm. I don't think, a knock on Gore at all. I think that's just high praise for Luis Patino. It's, it's a great problem to have. But yeah, I'm Patino, Manning, Pearson, McKay, Keller. Can I sidebar real quick, DVR? Is there any chance I could get Mackenzie Gore from you in OTP? No. Okay. There's not. It was worth a shot. It was. I thought, like, if I threw Andrew Vaughn, you know, I didn't know. No? Nah. Uh-oh. I like oh. Andrew Vaughn, but no. Can I sidebar for a second? Yeah. Uh, it just hit me. Well, it didn't just hit me, but this weekend's the 4th of July. Uh, Ian, what's your, like, what's, what's the, I mean, you're George Washington, right? You are the man that mm. most people in this world associate with George Washington. Like, is there, like, a an uptick in Ian Khan Twitter followers or, like, people shooting you messages or? Yeah, you know, cameo? I would say. Have you thought about doing Cameo? Has that ever crossed your mind? Like, do you know something? George Washington or something? I, no, I wouldn't do it. Bring I, out the actually, wig. No, no. The wig's behind me. You can I can see, see that. I can me. see that yeah. now. Actually, now I just brought it up. With yeah. it behind the hat, right? Right, next to the hat. Yeah, <laughs> that's, that's there next to the hat. Um, uh, no, 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 I'm not going to. I, I did. I saw Ric Flair on Cameo, and I was like, you know what? My younger brother would get a kick out of that. And I was like, 500 bucks? I'm like, nah. I'd rather get a Mariano Rivera bag. Um, so, but, but I was looking at it and I was like looking through and I was like, ah, I worked with him. I did a show with him. I did a show with him. I was like, yeah, I probably could. And then I even thought to myself, I was like, you know, most of these guys are like 40 bucks and they'll do cameo. I was like, mine will be more selective, but I could like make it really expensive for the like really big fans of the show. Yeah. And then I thought, yeah, I'm not doing any of this. We could get you, we could get you a nice green screen. And yeah, you no. Have, you know, like oh, the, the, the Delaware is... water behind you, a little fog. You get that? You get one of your kids hold a fog machine <laughs> to the side while you're talking. It would be amazing. No, no. I want to go into business. Like this is business. Like we're doing business here. But one day, one day in our lives, we're going to go into business together because you are one of the most creative, like, like op- 
optimistic humans with really top-notch hair. Look at oh, the yeah, hair well, going it's, it's on in this dude. Tomorrow. Yeah, look at it. It's, it's really, it's gotten out but of control. Nah, it's like it's got a little uh, Frankie, uh, you know, Frankie Stanfield going on. I mean, that's some, you're using this stuff. That's just where it naturally goes. There's no there's no product uh, in here. This is just. Sidebar, me. since that's the name of the show, we should be under the sidebar. Um I did try to get us together for Saturday Night Midnight Run. Oh, DVR very quickly shot that one down. I didn't even get a uh, chance to reply. Yeah, here's what I saw. I, 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 saw got, I got no and your question at the same time, basically. I, I, I saw, I, I was, I, here's what I was measuring in my mind because it was a solid 45 minutes since I put out the text. At 4 p.m., I was really like conscious about it. I was like, no, I'm not going to forget to do this. I'm going to do it. So I sent it out at 4 p.m. and I see both of you guys going, oh, man, I don't want to. I don't want to do that. And then Nando's like, I'm just going to wait and see what Derek does. <laughs> I was in the emergency like, room. But same oh, thing. Stop! <laughs> Damn, I'm so sorry. <laughs> no, that's, a, that's, that's one of those moments in your life where you're just like, what a dick you are, Con. Yeah. That's a dick. Uh, don't you feel good about yourself? Yeah. No, no, I'm feeling terrible. Um, so, yeah. But Cameo, no. Not going to do it. Um, no. All right. Well, I got my Mount Vernon membership card now. I'm excited about it. Oh, I came in the mail. And I unsubscribed from their emails, so life is good. Mm. <laughs> good. Hey, I'll, I'll go. I'll meet you at Mount. We'll go to Mount Vernon together when you're back yeah. in Jersey when the pandemic is over. Yeah, so, so the we'll pa- it. it's a freaking pandemic. When Matt Manning gets called up next year, we'll go to Mount Vernon together and celebrate it. Matt Manning is going to be look. James Anderson ding thinks that Matt Manning is the dude. He's got him above Mackenzie Gore. And nice. Luis Patino. I mean, he's he's and he's got yeah, he does. Well, DVR is a homer with his Luis Patino stuff. It's, he's and, he's well, like DVR is going to be weirdly married to the Padres for the rest of like the next at least the next five years when all these dudes in his minor league system come up in real life. I'm going like, oh, to be my Padres right here. My my, my White Sox, my White Sox right here. Exactly, my Diamondbacks. My, like I don't care about my Diamondbacks. <laughs> you really need to care. Yeah, Greg, my Greg Bird, Arizona Diamondback. Well, why don't you? You know what you could do. Is there's going to be teams that go orphan? I would never. You would stick with your, you. would stick with your Diamondbacks. Yeah, Why did you pick the Diamondbacks? I didn't. The Diamondbacks picked me. Uh. No, I was assigned <laughs> them. I don't know whoever put it. I think Eno actually uh, had the reins early on and assigned the teams, and I was just kind of like, you, "Give me whoever." And did, you, did you ask for the Padres? Did you ask for the Padres? I did not. You get so he loves you. He gave you the Padres. That's a yeah. Really that's that's what it is. I, I don't. Th- I did not. Although I do host a podcast with this guy for 100 episodes, yeah, he, and we drink beer, and we're gonna we're gonna start streaming live. I gave no, a but, list of the ones I didn't want. Let me put it that way, Ian. And the only thing was left was San Diego. We uh, could stream this live if you guys want to. No, no, it's, it's literally up to you guys at this point. You're the one with the this, embarrassing no, background. No, you're the one who everything shifted. Don't worry about my background. I'll take care of that. <laughs> How much We're do you guys think I could get on Cameo like to wish people happy birthdays? Like you, can get, you can get a $5? solid... I would I would say you could get an audience. You could get $15. Do it for charity. You could probably get 20 Mm-hmm. In the yeah. fantasy baseball world? Yep. Yeah. I used to do it all the time. Before there was Cameo, I used to do um, videos for people in in character when I was in costume if like somebody was like hey they're such a huge fan of the show they love you so much I'd be like give me your phone and say hello Jason you should uh, live tweet Hamilton you should be George Washington live tweets Hamilton uh, on July 3rd that'd be great man no but I I, I really do commend everybody to watch that because it's have you seen it guys have you guys seen Hamilton come on man you think I made of money dude it's the best (laughs) it's the best it's the best show I've seen Avenue Q five times I'm good Look at my background. There's no way I'm getting Hamilton tickets. But you guys have <laughs> yeah. Disney Plus? Do you have DVR Disney Plus? DVR to sell all of his art to get Hamilton tickets. Did you I guys a picture of Italy from <laughs> you know, a poster shop on State Street. I'm oh, telling you guys, Hamilton. Well, all right. You guys aren't going to watch Hamilton. Everyone listening, like, if you don't have Disney Plus, get the 10-day free trial and watch they stopped doing Hamilton. That. They got smart. They stopped doing that right before Hamilton. Oh, did they? Oh. Yeah, it's going to change everything, man. People, it's, it's, it's the best. Brilliant. It's the best show ever. Best. Well, I'm show gonna watch ever. it. I'm excited. It's amazing. I, I'm telling you, it's 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 so good. It's so good on every level. And I had reason not to like it, right? Because they were our yeah, quote Hamilton, competition. Yeah, Hamilton sucks. It's all about Washington. Yeah, but no, I mean, and the Washington was great. Chris Jackson, you'll see, he's 
freaking amazing. But Lin-Manuel Miranda and, I mean, Leslie Odom, but the ladies, man. It's it's like funny and heartbreaking. Like You will cry. I pro- Well, I can't promise you'll cry because you're not in the theater. But if you're in the theater, you're going to cry if you watch that show because there's some... And there's some moments of human humanity that are just unbelievable. It's so good. I, I cannot oversell it. It's better than Midnight Run. Can't wait. Well, you know, but like, I, like I'm a history guy, so I know a lot of the story. Uh, you know, so maybe is a lot of that emotion from like people who don't understand what happened and things like that, maybe, perhaps? Not all. Did t- I ruin I'll tell it? You Do I like have a spoiler alert already because I've, you know. No, no, American because history? you don't know about Alexander Hamilton's son yet. Okay. You don't know. You don't know about David, dude. David Diggs, who plays Lafayette in Act One and then plays Thomas Jefferson in Act Two, is perhaps the most dynamic performance you'll ever see on a stage. Period. All right. Period. His Lafayette is a ten, and his Jefferson is a twenty. A twenty. All right. Lin Manuel Miranda is a freaking genius, genius, and um, and Leslie Odom, who plays really, who's the lead in the show, who plays um, Aaron Burr, it gives a just. Won the Tony and deserved it. And then Renee Goldsberry, who plays... I think I said that last name right, and if I didn't, I should. She plays us, one of the three sisters, but all the sisters are unbelievable. I mean, it's just... It's 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 a it's a perfect 10. It's a 120-win season. It's it's a 16-0 and and go undefeated through the playoffs. It's the best ever. When I went to see it with Tony Kornheiser, he said, it's not going to be that good, and turns to me at the end of the first act, and he says, it's better than West Side Story. It's better than anything I've ever seen. Gets to the end of the show, and it's just like, it's the greatest thing I've ever seen. Tears running down his cheeks. You cannot stop it. All right, uh, we got about 12 minutes left if you want to name more people who are in Hamilton, or we can do an email. Let's do an email. <laughs> DVR, go ahead. We should probably answer the Cespedes question you asked us. You asked us a question, and then... All right, DVR never got to answer that. Yeah. Why? Oh, I'm sorry. No, it's, it's all good. Apologies I think we both... to Matt. Uh, I guess we're not getting <laughs> to you tonight. I think Ian was about to say that Jonas Cespedes can hit. Like He can still probably yeah. hit as long as he's healthy. He's never been a below-average big league hitter. In all but one season, he was at least 10% better than league average. And in the last four seasons we saw him, he was at least 20% better than league average. So there's power, there's a high batting average, there's run production potential. As long as he doesn't encounter any other wild boars between now and the start of the season, I think he's probably like a fringy top 200 player who will not require a top 200 pick to draft. You could probably get him in the 300 to 350 range of a lot of leagues. Is top two hundred bold? Like I feel like a lot of people are talking about UNSS, and maybe I just follow the you know that Twitter group of people who you know every day there's some new kind of thing they want to hype. But I, I feel like there's a lot of buzz with UNSS. But is so like even if you can get him at three hundred and he produces at two hundred, like you know the, to be bold you'd be like he's gonna be like top one forty, or maybe even like top one seventy five. But I feel I, like everyone's just kind of anticipating UNSS but is to have a good season, especially with the DH in play. Someone's going to buy him in the 240 range because he used to be a top 50 player in baseball and he's going to play. He, he I, I watched, he, he's just can, the guy can just hit the baseball, you know? He'll be rusty though. Yeah, he will. He will. But I, I like uh, under over 21.5 is an interesting number um, because he could, because he's made of glass, right? I mean, he's, he's the Jason Collette of baseball players. <laughs> Who I spoke to and called, and I just said, "Dude, I had to wait until the tragedy turned into comedy." That's what I said. I was like, "I just because he got hurt again, like he got hurt again." You know that, right? Oh, you don't know. He, no. oh, you guys don't know. I thought you were just talking about a scooter accident. Still, from no, two, two there was no two weeks ago. Um, what, he told me what happened. He <laughs> fell off a curb and tore his. ACL? Something like that. He's in a full boot. No, no, he didn't tear his ACL because he's in a boot and he's been in it. And I was just so depressed for him. Like as soon as it happened, I couldn't, you know, he's my boy and I couldn't reach out to him like, Jay, I'm so sorry. And then I just had to wait. And then I think it was like two nights ago, he posted something kind of funny on Twitter. And I just said to Nicole, I was like, I got to call my friend. I was like, Jay, I only have like four minutes, but I just want to like tell you like, oh my freaking God, what is wrong with your life? And he just starts laughing. And he's just like, I have... He didn't. It was something to the effect of, if I had any kind of luck, you know, I only have bad luck in my, in that part of my life. But I'm grateful for the rest of my life. And I was like, I just had to wait long enough that it became comedy because it was so tragic. So Cespedes is the Jason Collette of baseball. I wonder if he's been called that before. Uh, all right, comp. Kevin Crone over under home runs eight point five. D 
DH is in play. Kevin Crohn's ADP jumped a lot when we did that uh, that study about whose ADP jumped from March to May because um, the news had already broken around then. Uh, DV, let me start with you. Kevin Crohn home runs 8.5 in 2020. Great job setting the line. Um, I'll take the slight under. I, I think with expanded rosters, they can use him kind of like a small side platoon, mostly DH guy. Uh, I think if you gave him a full 60 game season, he would go over because that well, yeah. power is real. <laughs> this is like a like 26. No, this is a 26 home run pace. I think uh, if I'm doing the yeah, math yeah, like that, like the power is totally legit. So I'm not, I'm not taking the under because I don't agree with the power. I'm taking the under because I think the role is going to be just a little bit too small. Um, but you know, all it takes is one player missing a few weeks with an injury. And suddenly, Crone plays enough, and he can go over. But I'll just take the under based on the idea that this core group of position players stays healthy. How about you, Ian? Uh, I want to defer to you. I mean, you're the Diamondback dude. What do you well, think? Yeah, that's why. That's why I brought him up because he's very intriguing to me as a Diamondback. Right. I'm curious to hear how you feel. I mean, I, I know this sounds absurd, but after playing with him in OOTP and watching him week to week, what what do you think? Is he the real deal? I had Christian Walker for a bit before I traded him away. Um, and then I had a – actually, Greg Bird was blocking him a little bit <laughs> for a little while there. They were blocking each other. Uh, but it actually made me like – I'm like, why is Kevin Crone? And then I looked at his minor league stats. I'm like, holy crap, man. Good average. Awesome power. Totally legit. Um, I, like, I think he's going to play a lot. I don't know. Like, I guess Jake Lamb would get in the way. But you can always – I don't know. I, I just think Kevin Crone's awesome. Uh, he's a righty, so if he platoons, he's going to be on the good side. Uh, oh, sorry, the bad side of that platoon. But all it takes is that hot streak, man. You know, like four home runs in six games. Um, and A, he's basically halfway to that over-under, but B, he's just captured himself a lot more playing time if someone else gets cold. So uh, I'm going to go over on that. I, that was I'm, I'm a fan. Gotcha. I am now going to help break the tie. I am going to follow the passion of the Defino, and I will take the over on yeah. that. Yeah! <laughs> All right. Uh, can we get to Matt and then save a couple of these till the end, uh, sir? DVR, sir, or uh, do you want me to get to your guys? <laughs> no, it's fine. Here's the question from Matt. Uh, Matt writes: My keeper league uses wins, K's, quality starts. Getting rid or replacing all three counting stats is not feasible. We are replacing quality starts with K's per nine for this year. Any thoughts on that change? And just kind of falling back into the Steve Cozzolino GDD changes, like category changes, I feel like are less critical in a roto league. Um, it's you know, strikeout rate doesn't measure the same thing as quality starts, obviously, but I don't like quality starts anyway, and I certainly don't want to play with quality starts in this season. So I think it's a good move, even though it does something kind of different, and it might even shift strategy a little bit to make some high leverage relievers or bulk relievers more viable. You know, you might have a multi-inning reliever who's a shutdown guy that gets a bunch of K's who can pile up a little bit of value in this league with this change. I don't like this change at all. I don't, I don't get it. I mean, I don't see now it's just a strikeout league. I mean, essentially, right. Who would you I replace mean, quality starts with? Uh, Holds? Innings maybe. I mean, it wasn't Todd Zola was talking about innings. I like I like innings better as the replacement for yeah. quality starts or wins. Innings isn't mm-hmm. a skill though. I mean, maybe it is this year. Well, it is kind of a skill, and and in points leagues, innings is a big deal, right? So in roto, um, that's why I know, actually why I hate wanna, points leagues. Do you want to do you, Nando? I'm I'm changing the subjects for a minute because you were so passionate about the Jake Seeley idea, yeah. which I kind of was excited about until I realized. Do I have to really get all these guys together for another draft? Like, do I really want to do that? Like, if to just replace the 13 guys. But do you want to explain that? Because I, th- I think some people might really like that. It's a good idea, and you got you were all hyped up on it. Yeah, so the Jake Seeley idea is if you've already drafted, uh, you, you know, you don't have to do the entire draft over again. Uh, you also don't have to just keep the same thing and hope for that first fab bonanza that comes up. Uh, you keep 10 players on the roster you drafted and then redraft the rest of the league. Or, you know, I guess keep 10 players that you kind of got. I guess an auction would be a little different of a dynamic. But keep 10 and redraft. Treat it almost like a keeper league. Uh, and it's, it's inc- like, incredibly brilliantly fair, I think. It, it is a good idea, actually. I, I, do, I do like that idea. Um, yeah. I, think, I think 10 in a 15-team league and then 12 or 13 in a 12-team league. Yeah, I guess the Because you want to keep up to guys like 150. Like, that's, that's where you want to keep. You want to keep the guys that you went after. Yeah. 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 Um, that doesn't exactly answer Matt's question, 
but I'm glad we got that in there because I listen, think I, I, public service I, announcement. I appreciate the Matt question, but I, I I don't think I think it's a bad I think it's a poor idea. Like because you become too reliant that. on strikeout because you yeah, have K's and you also have K per nine. Yeah, I, I mean, yeah. what are you what are you doing? I, it just doesn't make any sense. I don't like innings pitched though. What about K to BB ratio? That's, That's basically what whip, whip is. I mean, I, I think I think I, I kind of like wins, especially yeah, you know this what? year. It'll make some middle relievers. I don't want to ruin this column, but Beller's doing the ask a beat writer question, um, and I saw the first couple answers that came in. Shout out to Corey Brock, Mariners guy, who is always like one of the first to answer. Um, and he explained, like, the question was basically, give us one nugget of information. And this will be coming out in, like, I think two weeks. We're going to give him some time to, like, figure out spring training and stuff like that. But a couple guys had something already. Um, and Corey said, the Mariners, so the question was, give us a nugget of information that will make someone love you forever because you've won them their fantasy league this year. And Corey's is like, stay with the Mariners starters are going to be doing a lot of piggybacking. Um, and a lot of, like, six-man rotation with a starter than a starter. So he suggested, like, looking at the, the relievers, Carl Edwards Jr. among them. Um, but I thought that was interesting. Like, I hadn't read a lot about that, about what the Mariners are going to do there. So, you know, your wins might come from, like, Carl Edwards Jr. You know, like, the guy who just happens to be there in the sixth inning when they outscore the opponent. Or the second half of the, you know, going back to the follower that we were talking yeah, about you last year. That Felix guy. Yeah, that, those are those are guys who have the best chance to get the win. Quality start's going to be out there. Quality starts, even ratioed to what it might have been, is going to be all time low. I would assume. Uh, we need to do a a, a a a secret word before we go. I'm not saying we have to go, but we should not forget secret word. Uh, DVR, you got cameo. Cameo's a good one. All right, I'm good. All right, great. Done. Bring back the secret word. Yeah, we should bring back the secret word. It's been it's quiet. Cool. Yeah, well, we 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 don't say we get we're talking about the emails, so we get yeah, we emails, do get a lot of which emails, is which, which I guess great. is like the ultimate way of showing that you listen to the show. Yeah, but cameo is good too. Now, hashtag cameo on Twitter if you want to ask us a question on Twitter. Uh, by the way, Matt also adds, "Don't fall into the trap of being a bourbon guy. There's too much to enjoy in the world of whiskey to just be a bourbon guy." I don't know who that is. That directed at me. I'm nah, not a bourbon it direct, guy. It was directed at me. Oh. I think you guys were saying I would drink a glass of. I don't know, Jack Daniels or something like was the oh, yeah that's right right I I, I, re- I replied to the email <laughs> you, that's the most DVR thing to do ever in the entire world. <laughs> hello sir thank you I appreciate the concern no like, I I will always that'll be, be fifteen dollars look tell you look you, if you look at the three of us because we're live with each other really for the first time like I look like meat and cheese you look like meat and cheese and he looks like Chibata come on now. He's answering the. He's like answering the emails, not just on the show. Like he's going, making sure that he gets his answer. Fair question, fair Still point. Talking shit about my background. That's why he didn't care. Oh, way. oh, oh! No, oh, you gotta beep that out. You can see him writing down the timestamp too. He just—he <laughs> was beeping himself. <laughs> That's why DVR didn't need to get to Matt because he already answered him. They probably got like a twenty-email exchange back and forth. I was on the phone with him earlier. <laughs> That's the way you get things done. You, everyone's finally listening. That's the way you get things done. Get on the phone. Jason Collette got swindled out of a player during that. No, Collette. No, Collette doesn't. No. Oh, DVR. Nope. Sorry. Finish your answer. We we totally interrupted you and destroyed anything you were saying about the bourbon. Yeah. Nah. I mean, I'll dabble in it when I'm with friends who know what they're doing. But I don't want to be the guy that thinks he knows something about bourbon but actually knows nothing. I'm just happy to to be there. To, to enjoy a nice pour from good friends. We'll do some rapid fire for the last two? Yeah, hit them. Over under Adrian Morejon, ERA in 2020, 3.65 DVR, since this is your guy. Mm, I'll go over, but not by much. I I think he's a good... He, he might be exactly like the type of bulk reliever that, that we were just discussing. You know, a guy that's had some injury trouble. I think... It was Eric Longenhagen from Fangraphs. He compared him to Jonathan Loisiga because of the arm troubles that he's had and the amount of time he's missed in recent years. That could ultimately be the kind of thing that keeps him in that two or three inning reliever role, but that could be perfect for winning games. I mean, throw throw more at home behind Zach Davies. You can't have two guys who are more different. Davies is like 88 all command from the right side. And Morihone comes in and he's touching 97 or 98 from the left side. Like that's that's a pretty tough combo to deal with. 
Morihone's uh, 2017 Bowman Chrome Auto is only $6.50. Signed? That's a bargain. Yeah, auto. Is it, is oh, it my signed? God. Actually, you got to see how he signs his name. It's like he's, he doesn't have an autograph. He writes it in all caps. All right, buying that one. This is pretty incredible. <laughs> you can you, I will take I will take the under on Morgan. I got the under on that. Be, and, yeah, I, think I got the under too. How can we believe it, in your guys and you don't? DVR? Because it's simply because of the hype of hearing DVR every week talk about it, and and I'm just like, no, he's going to be great. What are we talking about? Yeah, I don't know why you why you guys are higher on him than I am. I, mean, I, I like him. I just I don't. don't Three sixty five is pretty aggressive. I don't know. I think he's gonna. I think I. I, I just have memories of, of May and DVR talking about Morejon, taking him to his, to his, uh, to the playoffs. Seriously, uh, man. Yeah, yeah. I, I look back fondly on Morejon, so I want this to be like a two point seven one ERA. I know. I, I'm looking for the under the radar blow up. I'm gonna go get Morejon in every in every league I can. I'm buying up all of his cards as long as they're under eight dollars. There you go. All right, last Stop one. buying cards, you can afford Hamilton tickets. Go ahead. Uh, no, I don't think a $6 Adrian Morihone card is not the same as a $450 Roque tickets for Mezzanine. Less. And, and here, here's what you get. For $9.99 a month, you get to see it live in the front row. Oh, yeah. That's the best show in the history of the world. All right, go ahead. I don't know if I should take What's this off track because, you know, you know, we got to go. Ian, you got to go to bed. DVR's got to edit this. Uh, over on the last one. No, 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 do Melky. Do Melky. Melky Cabrera at bats, fifty-five point five. DVR. He should not get that many because all he they does is have hit. other guys. But yeah, he got over four hundred last year. So I think I have to just take the over on principle. I think he's going to hang around and he'll he'll find us mostly maybe huh. pinch hitting, starting a game or two per week. I think he. He gets over that number, even if he's not really like mixed league fantasy relevant anymore. I think he's just one of those kind of crafty veteran guys they're going to bring off the bench. Ian, what do you think? I'm thinking. I mean, I think the thing that I find most fascinating about the Melky Cabrera is that Robinson Cano's on that baseball team. And those two guys used to run together back in the day, right? That's interesting. And Brody was the agent for Robinson Cano. And... You know, if my agent became the head of a theater or the head of a studio, I could say, "Hey, bring my boy. Can I? My buddy, you know, my best buddy. He's looking for a gig. Can you can you sign him up?" Um, I don't know. I I like your reasoning. Uh, I'm going to go under because I think that he's shot, and I don't think he's going to get the numbers. I don't think he'll. I don't. I do not think. I think he's past his, well past his prime, and I think that they're going to want to give those at bats to Brandon Nimmo, JD Davis. Uh, Conforto more than they're going to want to give to Melky. I also can see myself being hard wrong on that. Just a hunch. I just see Melky Cabrera, the Met, getting just a crap load of at-bats. You know, it just seems like a storyline that fits perfectly. You know what? Can I change my uh, Can I change my bet on that one? Of course. I'm I might go track. over. Yeah, but <laughs> no, but Chris is. Chris is keeping track. I don't think these, uh, but these aren't official. These are unofficial. Okay, so then, Chris, do not put these on. This is not a Madison Bumgarner 8.5. Please, thank you. Um, all right, I'm going to go over because you're right. I mean, that does make sense. Melky just seems like a Met. Right? Yeah. Yeah. That's a good point. All right. That's it for the Please. show. Uh, you know, maybe, maybe I don't know. I feel like I would love to do the official win total over under place our bets again. But I feel like that's wasting a show. We only have like three shows until the season begins at this point. So maybe uh, we is, just do it, that can on we, our own. Well, no, but what we could do, Nado, is like if we find out the – if we go to the site that had it last time. Right. And we could just each pick th- our favorite four like we did. All right, yeah. Like Draft over Kings. Under, what I'm saying is like are we wasting a show of fantasy by doing gambling stuff that people might not want to listen to us for? You know, it, maybe yeah, we can work in some fantasy. I don't know. Yeah, totally. Yeah, but I mean, they could just bonus be... Bonus episode. Bonus? Oh, we didn't know that was on the table, but we thought it was only for rates and barrels. Come on. Come <laughs> what on. If, what if we did a combined... Uh, show with Eno? Under the That'd barrels. That'd be good. Yeah, under the barrels. I, under the barrels. Under the... Ra- yeah, I guess it would have to be. Or yeah, rates no, not and, like we want to take top billing. Rates and radars. Whoa! No, no, I got it. Rates and radars. Rates and radars could be a good one. You know? Look at, look at DVR. This is the best part. You can see DVR's face. He's doing that thing where like, he's cracking his like, neck. I'm like, not sure, guys. guys. to shut up and just end yeah, the show. I'm not sure about that, guys. Yeah. We, we got to get the... I mean, you know, got to get thing going. I'm not sure if we... You know, I don't like a four-man booth. Yeah, it doesn't Did work. Did you guys ever see Elf's cameo on Seinfeld? 
Who's? Elf from, you know, Melmac. No. <laughs> what? <laughs> I don't know what that means, but that means that's, we're not going to be doing be like. this combined show. <laughs> I guess we're not doing a combined show. But can we? I am. The show is not happening. I am advocating for a Glenn Colton. Although you know he he and Rick do from nine to nine to eleven, so he can hop on for a segment. We can just zoom him in, right? Yeah, I want nothing to do with this one, man. All right, right. hey, I'm on record. I've been pushing for it, Glenn (laughs) Colton. All right, we got to wrap this up. It's getting late. Uh, I think we've packed enough information. We've gone way over an hour. Um, Thank you all for listening. As always, we hope you're all staying safe and well. Uh, Sorry, Dr. Thomas Scott. For the man who will email you back if you email fantasypods at theathletic.com. It's a good time, guys. For the guy who will DM you uh, if we let it slip your profession on this show, Ian Uh Tom, I'll be reaching out about a little thing I got on my son's leg. Thank you all very much for joining us. We hope you enjoyed the show. We hope this is somewhat helpful. We'll talk to you later. Bye-bye. See you.